It's like a holiday for college football fans. It's National Signing Day. And for Boston College, they're about to wrap up one of the most impressive recruiting classes of the recent era. We're going to talk all about that and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is the first of a two-day episode where we're going to just dive into nothing but recruiting news. Now, I know you guys are so excited about this class. It's a top 25 recruiting class, something Jeff Halfley promised when he came to Boston College. Now, he's his class, as I said yesterday, was as high as 13 on SI All-American. Right now, they're 19th on Rivals. They're in the top 25 for 247 Sports. So, It's a national group. It is a group of impressive players that really should catch your attention. Now, on Tuesday, it started a little early. And the reason why National Signing Day started a little early was because Boston College actually has a commitment from the country of Australia. Now, if you're into national time zones and the international time zones and all that good stuff, you know that Australia is like a day ahead of time. So it's already Wednesday over there when Sam Candotti, I want to call him Tom Candiotti, but it's Sam Candotti, the kicker from Australia. He's a punter committed to Boston College. Now, this is a big get for Boston College, obviously. First of all, I got to say I'm really, really excited that Boston College got an Australian rules punter because I love the way that they kick, and it's a different style. You know, they do that thing where they kind of like run off to the side and kick it on a pooch, but it causes issues. It can really flip a field really well, and it gives you a guy like, you know, Grant Carlson is Grant Carlson, but, you know, he had his moments, and he also struggled a lot this year. Let's not forget about that. But an Australian rules punter, they, they kick it usually almost on a line drive. It, it's harder to it's harder to catch. It's easier to defend. I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. So I'm I'm excited about this. So Grant Carlson, I, I'm not sure. I have to check in with with Boston College what his eligibility remains. Now, if you've been paying attention, obviously you know that there's a whole crop of super seniors that get an extra year of of eligibility. He's in that group. It's not just super seniors, but they get that extra year of eligibility. Anyone who basically played in that 2020 season. So Carlson has played for four seasons for Boston college. Uh, he has one more left. I'm not sure if Boston college wants him back. If they want to give the role to Candotti and say, you know, Grant, thank you for playing. Um, you know, we're not going to use you. We'll have to wait and see what they do with him. I know Jeff Halfley was effusive with praise of, um, of Grant Carlson this year, but you have to remember, you know, he started off really hot. He had some really big games where he had some really crucial pots. I think it was the Clemson game was the one that really sticks up in my mind. But after that blocked punt that he had against NC State, where that basically opened the floodgates, it felt like Carlson's game just completely fell off a cliff after that. So if if it means getting a freshman in, I'm okay with that. Because as we saw with... Uh, Connor Lighton this year, you can put true freshmen in as a kicker or a punter, and they'll be totally fine. So he's one name. That's the first one. And I, I don't think I can remember any time where we got an early commitment because of the time zone. So Sam Candotti, I think, will be a, a, a good one. You know, he learned under an NFL player at um, in Australia, so he's good to go. 
but there's one player that was not good to go. And we just reported this on BC Bulletin last night, so check out BC Bulletin uh, for breaking news because I got this before, I think, a lot of other sites. Boston College ended up losing a recruit, Jamal Hood, uh, who, uh, according to my source, they mutually decided to go separate ways. Um, and I'm not going to get into the reasons. Like I have more information on that, but I don't. For the respect of the kid, I'm not going to get into it. But again, it's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with coaching or bad uh, records or any playing time or you know they're six and six. So you didn't want to come here. Not, nothing like that. I can promise you, it was something else behind the scenes. Hood was an interesting one because he came from St. Francis Academy. That's the school that they got C.J. Burton from and Jude Bowery, who's going to commit today as well. Um, but He's not coming, and he was a cornerback that was the first commitment in this class. It's always weird. Now, the class of 21, I believe the same thing happened. It was Josiah Stewart, who I think was the first commitment um, in that class. He ended up at Coastal Carolina and uh, had a massive season. Don't look into how good Josiah Stewart, a defensive end from Boston, uh, for the Boston area, ended up doing for Coastal Carolina. It'll drive you crazy. But this is the second year in a row. I think the first two uh, first commitments have already decommitted. So it kind of ends that streak with this class. And it's a weird one because it's that first commitment uh, that is ending up on uh, going somewhere else. And I don't even know where he's going to go. I, I haven't seen he hasn't been very active on social media. So it's hard to see if he's been visiting any places or if he's been talking to other schools. You know, he's from St. Francis Academy. That's a big program that Boston College has been, you know, a big part of. But so have a lot of other schools. St. Francis sends players all over the country because they're one of the best high schools in the country. So I'm sure if he's good enough and he has the grades to get in, he could get into another program. We'll see where he ends up. Now, for Boston College, what that means, they have a couple cornerbacks. Amari Jackson's the big one I can think of um, that I think will end up filling that role. Um, You know, they have some other uh, defensive backs, but I think in terms of pure cornerbacks, he's like basically the one guy that they have, but that's okay. Cause I, you know, in the class of 21 BC grabbed a lot, but again, looking big picture, Sean Asbury and Jamal hood are both into the, are both gone. Now that gives Boston college a little bit more flexibility at the defensive back position, either to try to get someone late in the 2022 class, because remember, this is just the early signing period. They could go and, and try to see if they can get someone else between now and, uh, the end of February or transfer portal. As I said, there was, you know, the kid, uh, Ryan Watts from, uh, Ohio state that they could also look at that has a connection with Jeff Halfley, or there could be other players that I'm just not catching up on yet. Uh, but defensive back looks like a position they might want to add something at, uh, but that's what happened with that. And in a moment, I'm going to look at the class itself and talk about what, uh, excites me about this class, what positions I think look really good on paper and um, we'll go from there. I've been telling you about prize picks. And you, if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to the college football action, prize picks makes college basketball more exciting and the bowl season more exciting as well. Prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid-major players you may not even have heard of. They offer any prop you can think of. In basketball, you can play points, Rebounds, assists, threes made, and more. All of you users who want to try it out, they have a great deal right now. Just use the promo code Locked On. They're going to give you a hundred percent instant deposit, up to a hundred percent. All it's so simple to use. I love playing it because of the simplicity of the game. 
Basically, you just pick two to five players, the over-under are their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on Spencer Knight saves and the under on uh, Matt Ryan completions in the same entry. Just use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawal, so when you win, it's easy to get your money. Don't hesitate. Check out Prize Picks and use promo code Locked On, or go to your App Store and download the app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. You sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your fat hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while still staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite right now. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa. Again, head to netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa for special year-end financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That, again, is netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa. This is Locked On Boston College. For those of you who are listening for the first time, I want to thank you for checking out Locked On Boston College. If you enjoyed this, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Tell us why you like the podcast. It helps other BC fans find this podcast, and it really means a lot to me. For those of you that have made this part of your daily routine, that make this your first listen, I want to thank you, too. You guys all mean a lot to me, um, and it's great to have this community of BC fans that want to listen to uh, get and get all their Boston College news from Locked On Boston College, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, you know, we're recording this before National Signing Day, so there could be a surprise. I don't think there's going to be a surprise. We already got the big surprise, and I talked about that with Jamal Hood's decommitment, but you, the class is basically tied with a bow. It's it's perfectly presented. Jeff Halfley's got his guys, and there shouldn't be any big surprises on the day. There, you know, there's a few names that they were linked to. Jason Jenkins, I he's not coming to Boston College, and Co- uh, Cohen and Tringer. Um, it looks like he's heading out west. So I don't think there's any names that I can think of. Omar Condi is not coming here. Victor Rose is not coming here. Um, there's no names, I, I think. I think they're going to save their, their their commitments and save those roster spots because, as Jeff Halfley has said, this is a this is a tough year for recruiting because they have all those guys with extra with extra eligibility and they're losing that flexibility that they had over the last season to get extra players on their roster. Now, looking at the class, this is the class of 2022. This is Jeff Halfley's second full class. He had that like kind of fake class in 2020 that was mostly Steve Adazio guys and like a smattering of guys that Jeff Halfley got really late in the class. But, you know, this is his first class, and this is his first class that he's received that has uh, been on campus. Remember, he had the class of 21. None of those guys, I mean, most of those guys hadn't been on campus or met him because he took over and then COVID hit and then all the campuses shut down. All of the recruiting visits stopped. Um, and everything had to be done virtually. So the class of 2022 is like the 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 wrapping on the bow. It's exactly what 
Halfley promised he could do, which is when he got those guys in front of him, when he got those guys um, to see him on campus, to meet the staff, to have him go into the home, their homes, because you saw videos and pictures of that, um, that he made that big of a difference. And he definitely did. And that's one thing about Jeff Halfley and the staff is they're connecting to players on a level that makes it feel like family. And I feel like I repeat this a lot, but I feel like it needs to be said. When you get like raw, raw coaches like Steve Adazio and, and Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh, and you know, the guys that are football, me football, blah, 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 blah. It, it has its own moments and it can work with some recruits. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh has had a ton of, of success, but there's also a piece of connecting at a higher level that makes recruiting that much more successful. And you see coaches do it. Now, say what you will about him as a person or if you don't like him. Dabo Sweeney is one that I think of who connects with players on a higher level. And it makes the huge difference at Clemson. And you see it with Dave Doran or Dave Clawson. That's what Boston College has to do. You're not going to win recruiting battles by just saying, we're going to be a top 25 team. We're going to win 10 games, blah, 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 blah. You can sell pieces of that to recruits, but you need to sell to them the the, the community, the, the the what this this program can bring in terms of the support and the feel of this group. And that's what Jeff Halfley does so successfully. These kids all want to be at Boston College. None of them, are, you know, the Jamal Hood thing is a completely separate thing, but every other one of them, they wanted to be here. And you're starting to see... Um, as I said, with Chase Bizantis, who is a borderline five-star, he came to Boston College just to check it out. He wants to see what's going on. And you're going to see more and more of that with William Watsons or um, the uh, Conlola uh, younger brother, Samson. You're going to see some of these guys want to check out Boston College. And when they start to see the results, it's going to add more. But I think Jeff Halfley now has his his mold of what he's going to do. It's getting those guys on campus, getting those guys to see Boston College, getting those guys to 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 have those visits and to you know at least a dozen of these guys saw the 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 massacre against Wake Forest or the massacre against NC State or even the uh, that disappointing loss to Florida State. And you know what? It didn't scare them at all. They wanted to still be here. And so that's a that's what this program does. They get these kids here. They want them to be part of this program. They get them to see past these temporary wins and losses and get to see that bigger picture. And that shows you why this recruiting staff is so impressive. Now, in a moment, we're going to look at the class. I'm going to talk a little bit about what strengths I think this class has. What has impressed me so far in the class of 2022? Now, if you like this podcast... Thank you for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Fantasy Football Preview 2021 with local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoff. 
Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. If there's BC basketball this weekend, you can make your bets on Bet Online. Now head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, it's the Built Bar. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy. If you've listened to Locked On Boston College, you know I am a huge fan of the Built Bar, and I have made this part of my routine every day. And not only have I, but Mrs. Black, my wife, has done the exact same thing. She has this as a snack or as a meal supplement. When she can't get her lunch, she has a Built Bar. I have it as my afternoon snack when I go home to give me the protein I need so I'm not binging on bad food or, you know, reaching for that chip bag. I'm eating a nice, delicious, nutritious Built Bar. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need all day long, whether you're working or shopping or whatever you're doing in the holiday season, it'll give you what you need. And make sure they head over to BuiltBar.com, see all the delicious flavors they have. Whether it's raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie. And best of all, they have specialty flavors and those are my favorite. You need to check them out, you're going to want to buy them all. Like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through with different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. So if you want to try out a Built Bar, and I know you do, what you need to do is head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. They're going to give you a 15% built, uh, discount on your order. Head on over to Built.com and order some Built Bars at Built. Dot com with promo code LOCKED15. This is Locked On Boston College. This is day one of our two-day National Signing Day bonus specials here on Locked On Boston College. Not a bonus, but it's giving you all the goodies that you want to know as the class of 2022 is locked in to the Boston College football program. Now, when I look at this team, First of all, I said on the other shows, if you haven't listened, I talked about the the uh, recruiting class or late last week. But if you want to ju- jump back in and catch some of those, make sure to hit our archives up. But obviously, the, the quality of this class is the first thing that pops up. Almost every single player on this roster that signed today has multiple Power 5 offers. Now, Sam Kendati, who's a punter, yeah, those usually don't have a ton of offers. But look at guys, you know, like Joseph Griffin II or Quan Williams, or Jude Bowery. These guys all had multiple big offers, and that showcases that Boston College right now is not afraid to go head-to-head against some of these bigger programs. You know, they've, they again landed guys. Like, look at Amari Jackson. Amari Jackson uh, is a guy from Georgia. He's in SEC country, and he decided he had an offer from Tennessee. They were going to have him on campus. They were going to give him the official visit, you know, wine and dine him in the SEC land. In years past, that was the death knell for a recruit. That meant if that kid was committed to Boston College, gone. I mean, just look at um, Trevin Wallace, who Boston College had committed last year, who ended up getting an offer from Kentucky and interest from some other SEC schools, and he was gone. Mari Jackson's a different story. He got that offer 
And he's like, nah, you know what? I'm not going to go on my official visit to, to Tennessee. I'm sticking with BC because I wanted to go there all along. He values his education. He wanted to go to a top-notch uh, uh, you know, program. He got all of that, and he didn't even blink. That's show, you know, in Jackson, it wasn't just Tennessee. This kid had a ton of offers just in general. So I think that's that's something to keep in your mind, that some of these kids that Boston College landed had big offers. R.J. Maryland's another one I think of. He had a, a a big list as well. He was offered by Miami where his dad played. You know, Russell Maryland is one of the, you know, he's a premier NFL player uh, back in his day. He was a University of Miami player. R.J. had an offer there too. He ended up at BC. So you see all this talent. And you look at what Boston College landed in terms of talent, in terms of what positions impressed me the most. And this one, I don't think of. I don't think of offensive line. You know, they got a couple Noah Clifford, Jack Funk. I think those guys are more developmental guys. It'll take a couple years to get them into it. So I don't. I don't put them as a strength in this one. I look at defensive line. I look at what BC landed in terms of defensive linemen, and I'm impressed. You know, Davion Crouch is a name you're going to want to watch for. He's a name in recruiting you don't know much for, but he had a humongous senior season down in Tampa, Florida. Um, it was surprising that he didn't end up with Florida State, but again, you know, these guys want to stick, stick around. Pass rushing extraordinaire, big time recruit, I think, that it just flew under the radar and is going to be a major factor on Boston College's defensive line. Davion Crouch, you want to keep an eye on that name. The other one you're going to want to watch for, Clive Wilson. Now, he, you know, when I just said that Boston College landed recruits that all had big offers, Clive Wilson was one of the few that did not. I don't even, I, but when he committed, I didn't even know who he was because he just, um, he popped up out of nowhere. Now, he was a kid that committed to Boston College after a camp out in the Midwest that some Boston College staff um, visited. And I've heard from the staff that they think this kid is going to be something special. Uh, he's another defensive end, 6'5", 235, out of Cheney in Youngstown, Ohio. Another defensive lineman. And when Davian Crouch, excuse me, he's a linebacker. I apologize. But again, another big-time pass rusher that they needed. But you add, you look at who else that they added on the defensive line. Joshua Hardy, Kevon Wright. Um, they added, excuse me, Edwin Kalanje at linebacker. They added Quan Williams, Edwin Kalanje, um, Gilbert Tongrongu. So they added a lot in, the, in that front, the front seven for Boston College. That is impressive. And I think there's some really good players there. The other position that I was impressed with was tight end. Now, Trey Berry, he's gone. You know, kind of, I don't know. I With with, with Dracovic leaving, uh, or hurt, excuse me, Berry just didn't fit really well with the offense with, you know, um, Dennis Grossell. I wish he had one more year with him. But Boston College is going to need to add some more players. They have Charlie Gordon here there, Spencer Witter, Joey Lucchetti. All three of those guys, first of all, Lucchetti and Witter are more like TE2s. They're not really that, like, you know, Hunter Long, Trey Berry type wide uh, tight ends. What Boston College landed in this commit, in this recruiting class, are two Hunter Long slash Trey Berries. Matt Reagan, whose older brother Sean played for BC for a couple years, from Lawrence Academy, is a Big-time tight end ca uh, pass catcher. Same thing with Jeremiah Franklin. Uh, these are two big-time tight ends, and these are not the the um, pa pass-blocking, like, you know, rocks that you throw in as an extra lineman. These are ones that can do everything and will be very integral in that offense in terms of, 
you know, catching the pass. So I don't know what they'll do as freshmen, but you got to like what they have there because those are two. And I know the staff was very high on both of them and wanted to make sure both of those guys stayed. So credit to Boston College for landing two top-notch tight ends. Now on tomorrow's show, we're going to get into all the ins and outs of National Signing Day because this was all recorded before they even signed. Now they're going to sign today. And we'll get into Jeff Halfley's press conference. We'll get listen to his comments. We'll talk about the players, if there's anything shocking that happened. And we'll get into any nuggets around National Signing Day. Hope you enjoyed today's National Signing Day Locked On Boston College podcast. If you do, remind, just tell two friends about Locked On Boston College. Tell them to listen to us. And hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. I am AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. You can follow the Twitter account of this show at Locked On BC. We'll be back again tomorrow. See you again soon. Take care, everyone.